0: What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to travel couples all over the world who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that digital nomad lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a digital nomad lifestyle, traveling the world while earning an income. Get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other. Listen how others struggle and thrive in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. This month, we are diving into the world of travel blogging, so be sure to check out our travel blogging tutorial in our podcast. Or, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash worldwide. Click the like button and join our jack of all trades guide to creating a travel blog. Here we take you step by step to create a travel blog from creating a website, choosing a niche, to writing content, gaining exposure, and eventually monetizing your blog. In today's episode, we talk with travel bloggers slash vloggers from Canada, Felicia and Wesley of Feather in the Wind featherinthewind.com and youtube.com slash featherinthewind they talk with us about their travels in hungary their passion of traveling and how they gain exposure with their videos without wasting any more time here's our interview with fel and wes here we are on the to the nations worldwide podcast and i am joined here with natalie and our guests from canada felicia and wesley Hello, Felicia Wesley, and welcome to the show.
1: Hi, guys. It's great to be here. Yeah,
0: thank you for having us. Can you guys uh, fill us in on who you are and what you guys do?
1: All right. So we usually go by Fell and Wes, and we are a travel blogging slash blogging duo that go by the name Feather and the Wind.
0: Excellent. And you guys, your website is featherinthewind.com.
1: Yep, yeah, that's correct. Featherinthewind.com
0: and YouTube.com/slash
2: Featherinthewind. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I was looking at uh, through your channel a bit there. I saw a really cool uh, super soaker uh, water gun fight.
1: Oh yeah, we were in. We were lucky to be in Thailand on the very first day of Songkran, which is their water festival, and we we were able to go and have a water fight before our flight that same day.
0: That was really cool. So, did you go on the flight soaking wet? Yeah. <laughs> Some of our luggage was actually still, like, really wet.
1: Yeah. Our clothes oh, no. oh, no. from the day, didn't have time to dry, but it was worth it, in our opinion.
0: Oh, yeah. That's awesome, guys. Yeah. Uh, Great. So, yeah. So, you guys have a blog, featherinthewind.com, and you guys have a YouTube channel. What mm-hmm. else do you guys get into?
1: Um, <laughs> social media-wise, we've got, like, the Facebook, Instagram... Um uh, Twitter not so much. We're not really using Twitter. <laughs> but mm-hmm. what else do we have? Yeah, we uh Oh, we we like to do a lot on Snapchat and Insta stories. We we connect a lot with our viewers that way.
0: Yeah, your guys' videos are really cool. I like them. Who does the editing?
2: Uh, I do. I do the editing. Most of the editing. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Very cool, guys. Thanks. And your 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 photos you post on the Instagram are really nice too. Who does the photography?
2: It's 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 a mix. Uh, the photography uh, we both do it, I think, and we. I like
1: yeah. to I like to post on Instagram though.
2: We I think we're like a little bit different as photographers, and like little that
0: we we edit our photos
2: differently too. I
1: think. That's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. All right, guys. Uh, so we like to warm up our guests and uh, with some questions to reveal a little bit about their travels, your travels together as a, as a couple. So. Uh, let's get started here.
1: All right. Okay, number one. Where were you last? Where are you now? And where are you traveling to next? Okay, so last, we just got back from Japan, actually. Um,
2: and right now we are in Canada, Vancouver. Nice.
1: Yeah, and Nine. for the next few months we'll be in Canada. Um, Wes is from BC and I'm from Ontario, so... Somewhere in between we'll, we'll be there for the next few months and then hopefully when it starts getting cold we'll go to Mexico.
0: Oh, Mexico. nice. Good choice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what was your most rewarding travel experience? Um well for
2: me it was on our last uh, last trip a few months ago. We went to um like I'm my dad's Hungarian so I'm I'm half Hungarian and oh. we traveled to a small town in Hungary called uh, Mishkolts. And it's like a couple hours away from uh, Budapest and not many, I don't think many tourists go there, but uh, it's where my dad was from. And we got to go to the house that he was born in and that he, well, not born, but that he grew up in. And nice. and we got to like talk to the neighbor and they knew my, this 90 year old lady like knew my dad, like it was yeah. really cool.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh? So you you have a Hungarian background? Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, Hungarian. Great. My uh, my dad's Hungarian, so.
0: Yeah. It's always nice when you can go back and visit that, like your roots, eh? Yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah. it, it was very rewarding. And Felicia, do you have a most rewarding time?
1: Um, I want to see. I don't think anything would compare to, to Wes's. Yeah. But for me, um, I would say I was really moved by Japan, um, just because it, it was never a country that was on my bucket list really like I, I we were going there on our way back uh, home from Asia and I was pretty blown away by the by the culture and I, I really felt I know like we've traveled to a lot of countries and some of them really move you in a certain way and for me Japan did that like it uh, mm. the people and, and the customs the language, the foods, everything about their tradition really sort of resonated with me, and and now all of a sudden I'm kind of obsessed with Japan.
0: <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So, what was your most awkward, embarrassing, or hilarious travel experience together? I, I well, I always
2: come back to this uh, this one this one day when it was last it was last year we drove across Canada, and we, we camped. Like, for eight days, we just camped it, you know, we drove for six hours a day. And mm-hmm. we got to this spot where there was a lot of mosquitoes, like, yeah. a lot. Like, you should have seen Felicia's face. She had mosquito oh, bites my. all over her face. And um, there was no there was no toilet or anything. Uh, There's yeah. no outhouse. Like, we were kind of in the, you know, we were rough in it. So, I, I went to a tree out in the woods to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we just swarmed by mosquitoes. And oh, no. without getting into too many of the details, be- because <laughs> I was fighting the mosquitoes, I ended up peeing all in my pants. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I was. It was just. It was an interesting day.
0: Yes, yeah. that that would be definitely up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, that's a great story. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. So let's continue on to this next uh, segment of our show. So we talk about uh, traveling as a couple and any uh, tips you guys can give about uh, to other couples and traveling together. So we'll start with the first question.
1: Okay, number one, what do you feel are the pros of traveling as a couple? Oh, I think. Well, I used to travel on my own a lot before I met Wes. and so for me, it's it's really nice to be with someone who has the same passion for travel, and mm-hmm. like if I said to Wes, you know, I want to go live in Guatemala for six months, he'll be like, okay, sure, let's do it. And so I think it's we're really fortunate in the sense that we can share this sort of sure you're like, like yeah passionate about yeah we're both pretty open right. to mm-hmm. anywhere
0: definitely mm-hmm. yeah that's excellent agreed. <laughs> so what are the difficulties of tra- traveling as a couple?
2: Well, <laughs> I think that uh, like traveling as a couple can like make or be- break a relationship, but uh, I agree. Yeah. It's uh, like just, uh, I don't know if this is a, this isn't a difficulty for me, but we're we're with each other 24 seven. Like mm-hmm. there's no, you know, there's no, th- sometimes we'll go a week where we're like always in within five feet of each other, and it's like, yeah. you know, sometimes you might want a break, but that, I guess it's like just yeah. being never having time to yourself. I guess I don't know.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure.
2: It's uh, but I don't know, you know, that that I guess that it shows like what kind of relationship it like, it, you know, it makes the relationship stronger or can because it's definitely, you
0: that. know. No, I totally agree with you there. Where it's with when you travel with your significant other. It's either make or break. It's either going to strengthen the relationship or it's going to tear it apart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I
1: think we've learned that, like, every now and then we, we give ourselves some time. So if I want to go to the market on my own or if Wes wants to go to the arcade or something like that, like, we just give each other the time to, to do our own thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Okay, next question is, what is the best destination you have been to for couples? Oh. oh well, we did go to Paris, which is supposed to be like the most romantic or something like that. But it wasn't really for us. I don't think it was the most no. the best place. A bit of
0: a disappointment.
2: But we did. Yeah. But we did spend uh, a few months ago. We spent two months in uh, Split, Croatia, and like oh, yeah.
0: Croatia. Yeah, oh, nice. And it was
2: like just like seeing those little streets like it's what i picture italy would be like the little tiny streets and the
1: cobblestone, yeah. and the, cobblestone
2: the, the 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 pots hanging off the windowsills like
1: the laundry yeah. It, yeah.
2: <laughs> w- it was kind of romantic i think like
1: yeah and
0: yeah we were looking at croatia too yes. we thought yeah that would definitely be a romantic yeah answer. So, and we
1: were there during the off-season, so it was it was a little bit colder in the winter months, but still very sunny and still mm-hmm. as beautiful. Like, we didn't get to go swimming or anything like that, but it was also really empty. And so it felt like we could, you know, we had the whole place to ourselves, which for me, like... I find Europe very attractive and very good for couples and romantic, but sometimes if you go like in peak season it like loses the romance when you're like with thousands of right. tourists. That's
0: correct. Right. Yeah, definitely. So
1: Croatia was good for, for us as a couple. hmm Yeah.
0: That's yeah. nice. Beautiful. We'll have to add Croatia to our list. You, you <laughs> definitely should.
1: I feel like I we all yeah. we all probably have never ending lists
0: yeah exactly uh so do you have any advice for a couple travelers out there
1: um
2: well i guess if, if it's like a long-term travel i i would say you know you like we said before like maybe give a little like like one day a week you you have a little space maybe i don't know yeah yeah
1: and i think i guess it depends every couple's different but i think just a little bit of give and take if I'm really passionate about food when we go somewhere, so Wes is patient with, like, me wanting to try all these, like, new foods or sharing dishes with me, things like that. And so mm-hmm. we kind of just make sure that you don't lose sight of your individual interests. Like, when you're traveling, if you really want to do something, you can do it, and then as a couple, just sort of find a balance between each of your likes and, and dislikes. Maybe
2: Yeah, be be vocal about your interests.
1: Yeah? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. And traveling is all about pursuing your interests and, yes. and what you want to do. And There's definitely a balance between couples. couples. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely feel that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, the last final segment of our podcast here is just talking more. So we talked about couples and um, uh, tips for traveling couples. But now we want to get into uh, how these couples can kind of make a little bit of uh, a living off their travels or even just uh, sustain themselves somehow. And this gets into things like blogging, photography, video, social media, things like that. Mm-hmm. And we, we kind of brushed over it at the beginning of this interview. But uh, So who, whose idea was it to, to start a blog? Uh, I
2: think uh, I'm, the Vlog or the blog sorry is uh I think it was something that Felicia always wanted to do, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, this sort of ties into maybe like how our travel started, but I was the girl who you know i worked in the corporate world, and I would always sort of daydream about traveling, and then Wes would see me watching all these sort of travel videos or like reading blogs. And it was like, he could see my interest, but I never, I would never actually quit my job if it weren't for him. And so we sort of, the two of us together sort of help each other. That's how we ended up traveling. I'll just say that. Like, I always wanted to have a blog, but I would never do it if it weren't for Wes. Like, I would never be brave enough. And so maybe the idea came from that. And then the videos, the videos sort of, uh, gave us the momentum, I think. Like, we, we grew our readership and, and my, our fan base, I guess you would say, definitely through our YouTube channel.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then uh, the blog definitely came before the YouTube channel, right? It did, yeah. 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 And then the blog was more like, uh, it, it was more like photography at first and, and writing?
1: Hmm. Um, I think because we were traveling on a budget, the idea was to share as much budget advice as we could on the blog um, gotcha. and I remember I think our very first post is like how to see an opera in Vienna for three euro and so oh, yeah. it was like I want to help people do it because you know it makes a big difference you probably think oh I can't afford to go to the opera in Vienna mm-hmm. but if we could share all these little tricks we learned along the way then that could help someone
0: mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Wes kind of takes care of the video. You guys both are into photography, and mm-hmm. the blog was like kind of the starting point. Uh, where do you guys go from there? Uh, wh- any plans in the future with all this?
2: Well, yeah, we 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 plan to like. It's taken. I guess we started. We started with the blog. We started writing. Then we got a camera, and then we started filming, and then, you know, I learned how to edit and we learn how to take pictures and now i'm kind of freelancing with the editing okay and then now it's like we're, we want to make better videos we want to keep making more videos and, and and we want to you know do more freelancing um in terms of filming not just editing the freelancing but we also want to film now too so for sure just keep we just want to keep learning and and keep doing. We'll
0: keep it up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's looking really amazing, guys. And uh, yeah, uh, what kind of equipment do you use when you're when you're filming and when you guys are doing photography?
1: Well, we just we recently did a whole like we refresh. Yeah, we refreshed on all our gear, and we're gonna use the next yeah. few months to really hone in on the video and editing skills. Um, so we used to film on a Canon seventy D. Um, okay. And now
2: we actually have that up on Craigslist. If
1: anyone wants to <laughs> buy it. <laughs> um,
2: but we, yeah, now we, we're we using a, um, like, I, I, th- I found a problem with the two of us as a couple to have only one camera. Oh, yeah,
1: that's
2: another thing. So okay. we bought two yeah. cameras, one kind of better than the other. And we are using the GH5, the Lumix Panasonic Lumix GH5. And then
1: I'm using a Lumix G85. G85. And so that, I think, is also something when traveling with a couple, like sharing a camera when we're both really wanting to learn more about video and photography, it was a bit frustrating because we'd have to take turns or like one of us would go out and then the other one would come later. And so that I think this will be really exciting to each have our own thing. And then we also just got a drone, which is really Ooh, exciting nice. for us <laughs> yeah and we were
2: we were holding off on that for a very long time and we finally did it yeah. and uh, it feels great yeah we're
0: excited did you guys did you guys get one of the uh like the mavic one of the ones that's easy to travel yeah, with? yeah. it's so yeah.
2: it's so compact and wonder, it's yeah. so nice like yeah to be able to travel with it and just throw it in your bag
0: yeah we had a little bit of difficulty with our drone mm-hmm. on our last trip. oh really yeah. i we went to four different countries, and I have a, one of the big Phantom mm-hmm. 3 right? ones, and But we were going from South Africa like into that. Morocco, and Morocco doesn't allow them in right. to the country. So I had to ship it back, and that was a bit, bit pricey. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. yeah.
2: That's, yeah, I'm yeah. worried. I'm so, a little bit worried about that.
0: Yeah, definitely uh, going into whatever country, like research on the drone laws mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised by that. I, I guess I shouldn't have been going uh, Morocco. And and even Spain, they don't allow any flying at all. Uh, really? yes.
1: I've
2: heard about that, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. wow. Well.
0: Huh. Yeah, but the drone the drone footage is really, really cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'll be looking forward to that on your guys' <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you have any advice for anybody out there uh, in any area that you want to give, uh, whether it be uh, video, photography, anything like that? I
2: like. I I just keep like one thing I do, and I've been doing since day one, is like just always wanting to learn something new. Like I'm watching uh, tutorials pretty much every day on just something, just like I I, a lot. I don't know, like even 30 minutes a day just to watching a tutorial on, I don't know, color grading or something to do with uh, animation or anything, just just to keep keep learning, you know?
1: Or even languages. We each do our own little language lessons. Um, And I think all of that will help us on the road. And then I think my advice for travelers would be sometimes not to get so caught up in, like, the hot spots that people talk about, like... We mentioned Paris briefly and like everyone supposedly wants to go to Paris, but you might get let down, I think, by a destination. And we've been really surprised by some places that, you know, people don't often talk about when we spent, I think, over a month in Poland and really fell for the country and the people. And a lot of our subscribers are from Poland and If you'd asked me a year ago, like we ended up doing a work away in Poland where we, in exchange for room and board, we, we helped teach English and we never had done that before. But if you had told me a year ago that I'd be, you know, feeding horses on a farm in Poland, I'd never believe you. And that's probably one of my favorite memories from, from last summer. And so you never really know what will, what you'll like out there. And so don't get too caught up in what everybody else likes is my advice.
0: Yeah, and that's just it. You can. There's more than one way just to travel and make a living. You can work while you travel. Mm-hmm. You can blog and monetize while mm-hmm. you travel. There's so many different ways if you want to travel, and this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And like you said, with with Paris, I mean, big places come with big expectations, and yeah, hopefully they live up. To <laughs> yeah, it. that's true. Exactly. it's a
1: yeah. risk, but yeah. So um, work. We're wondering, like, how do you guys, like, promote your work and get
2: traffic to your blog while you're on the road? Um, Well, it's um, one of our biggest things, like, that has driven traffic to our blog um, recently was uh, we wrote a or we made a small video on Facebook. Um, Like, we don't usually post too much videos on Facebook, but we just made a little promo video for a destination in Hungary that we went to. And um, it it, we we added text to it and all that stuff and it ended up getting like over four million views or something. Wow! (laughs) Uh, And uh, it was driving like thousands and thousands of people to our blog and to our Facebook and it was Mm -hmm. it was was really surprising.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think one thing is like you never really know what might go viral in a sense. Like you, we don't really know. One of our most viewed videos is like one that we made as an intro to our our first day in Poland and we had no idea that many people would end up watching it. And so I don't know, we we always push content out but we never really know what's gonna hit and what's not. So mm-hmm. I just find that interesting but if it's not yeah. if it's not sort of like a viral thing, like Wes said, we're trying to improve our SEO for Google searches and um, ranking really well for Mexico posts which is something that we love to help people travel Mexico better because we, we love the country and, and we're always planning to go back and share more tips yeah. and then Pinterest is always Pinterest. driving traffic
2: Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. Pinterest drives like a good portion of the traffic to the site mm-hmm. um, with with um, like Felicia makes the graphics for the I, I don't <laughs> use Pinterest <laughs> yeah <though>. he's, he's <laughs> I do the editing. I do the editing. Yeah, I'll just—it's
1: funny because like I'll write a post and then Wes will read it when I'm done, and he'll edit a video, and I get to watch it when he's done. So we kind of we figured out our system, and we we work on each of our strengths. Like if I had to edit a video, it would take me. Probably three times as long and would be half as good as what Wes does. So we, we keep to our strength in, in that sense.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing about couple traveling, too. Uh, I mean, play to your strengths and uh, you you turn out great content. Yeah. Like you guys yeah. do. Yeah. Well, what are some challenges that you guys face when you're traveling and trying to keep your blog up to date? Do you guys keep your blog up to date while you're traveling or do you take a little break from it? Do you slow down a little?
2: Mm-hmm. It's... It's hard uh, sometimes because, like, you want to see the destination you're at. You know, you want to you want to spend time planning the destination. Like in Japan, like we wanted to spend a lot of time planning it, and but we also wanted to make sure the blog's up to date, the videos editing. We want to keep our freelancing uh, clients happy. And mm-hmm, right. it's it's very hard to you know it's it's a balancing act of everything and
1: yeah I can't say that our blog is as up to date as our YouTube channel um, on our mm-hmm. blog we sort of um, like we might still be writing about Europe or we maybe like if people are traveling to warmer destinations in the winter we'll try to pump out content for those countries that we've been to and we like right now people might be traveling more to Europe in the summer so we'll try to get as much Europe content on there but I can't say that we found um, a a system just yet for blog, YouTube and freelancing because a lot of our work right now is for we're trying to you know the whole digital nomad thing we're trying to make sure that we have a way to sustain ourselves outside of the blog and the YouTube channel, so yeah, that's okay. sort of
0: and travel. Tra- yeah, traveling's like a full time job too. Yeah, really? <laughs> I really, I really envy those people that like do daily vlogging mm-hmm. and they keep up to date on that and they're yeah. traveling the world. It's so really a lot of effort. Absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely.
0: So, uh, well, there you have it, guys. Uh, Felicia and Wesley from Feather in the Wind. Uh, joining us on the of The Nation's Worldwide Travel Podcast, we'd like to say a special thank you to our guests, and uh, we want to turn it over to you guys. Uh, where can our guests reach you, and uh, what what should they check out in the future coming from you guys?
1: Well, we're really excited to be sharing our Japan content on our YouTube channel, and that's youtube.com slash feather and the wind. and same for the blog it's featherinthewind.com most of our handles are featherinthewind on instagram and, and stuff like that and
2: we yeah. um basically like if you want to get real time content like the vlogs we try and keep them very fresh yeah. like if we can edit them in a couple of days we will but insta stories and snapchat always the best
1: yeah we like to do our, our daily snaps and stuff
0: Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough. Visit us at podcast.tothenationsworldwide.com slash EP one. That stands for episode one to view the show notes for this particular episodes, leave a comment on the page and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you would be so kind, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We'll make sure to consistently deliver you valuable information about the world of travel. This is Mike Fletz and Natalie hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.